paranormal boys and girls. Let's get into some paranormal stuff. But first, of course, I got to do this real quick. And that is, you know, I got to tell you, check us out on Instagram at the Paranormal Rabbit Hole podcast. All one word. You'll see our sign. Follow us there. Um, I, I, you know, a lot of stuff's been happening. It's been hectic. So I even I forgot to post for the last episode. The uh, I'm going to post that that we did that episode uh tomorrow and this episode tomorrow um i told you i'd get an episode out tonight now it's late it's super late at night probably 11 30 by the time this episode gets out so you'll be seeing it in the morning but i did get it out on friday booyah um but still anyways i i I was just doing a lot there's a lot to this and so what i've decided is i'm going to just kind of do a uh a little bit of research and 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 give a little bit of a, a storytelling event for this and you know just kind of paste it together the best we can because there's so much of this topic but um it's it's Dyatlov Pass um that's what we're going to talk about tonight so I just wanted to get that out that you know it's going to be it's not going to be a normal episode of where I go you know usually I can go on for about 30 minutes to an hour or 24 minutes on some subjects because they're small time um, cryptids like, you know, just the Oklahoma octopus, not much to that one. So anyways, uh, but also if you don't mind boys and girls buckling up for this ride, I have a beverage with me. It's an Oktoberfest and I'm going to enjoy it. So if you want to giddy on up and get yourself an alcoholic beverage or, you know, if you're 420 friendly, go ahead and toke up. Um, or if you're just a good old-fashioned straight-edge Christian person, well, I don't know why you'd be listening to this show. Um, well, I don't know. Christians could listen to this show, too. It's not. It's for everyone. Um, it's for everyone. But if you're straight-edge or something like that, that's cool, too. Go get a soda. But I'm going to enjoy a Sam Adams Oktoberfest um, because I want to. And I do what I want. Um, but that being said, go ahead and grab your beverage. If you want, you can pause this obviously. And when you come back, I'll continue. It'll pick right back up right here, probably. Um, but anyways, Dyatlov pass is such a strange incident because I think all of the elements that come to play at the end and, and all of the different things that we have we we look at this event and there's again there's so much so much data um like i had pulled up and i've been sitting and this is why i i was like i'm i'm doing research and i'm kind of watching stuff and i'm like oh my god there is so much here <laughs> my eyes are burning and it was it was like my eyes were just kind of melting out of my skull because there's so much there's so much. There's personal diaries, group diaries, hiking diaries, delivery diary. Not really delivery diaries, but you know, there's 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 group diaries, there's individual diaries, and there's so much time between them. Like they during this hike, they stop at a lot of different places, and some of them are small towns and villages, and some of them are small mansi encampments. And and, and and people think that 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 that's something that we're going to get into as a possibility of what happened and but the, the mansi tribe is some as a tribe that lives on uh the adlov pass they live up in the mountains of the uriel mountains um 
where this takes place. And they say they see a lot of strange things in the sky at night, and there's a lot of weird stuff that kind of ties into UFOs. So we're going to get into that in the end. But let's meet our uh, our group here, the intrepid hikers. And this we these just to to note that they were all very highly trained in hiking. Uh, they were part of the committee of physical sports and culture. And they, they did, they did hikes before they did a lot of sports before as extracurricular activities. Um, and, and so they, these were all very young, healthy people. They knew what to do. Some were skiers, uh, but they brought instruments. I think one of them played an instrument on the trail, you know, just to kind of have that night. Uh, it, it was honestly just something that they had experienced and done before. So that's why this story is so, you know, it's, it's such an interesting story. It's such a bizarre story because of what happens. And, and I think that alone is something big to cover itself. What happened to these kids in the end? Now, I'm going to kind of go a little bit before and, you know, kind of say that, you know, this happened and this happened because there are things that took place for reasons why there are survivors. A survivor. Um, so we'll, we'll get into that too. But there are a lot of conspiracies around it. And we, uh, you know, sometimes conspiracy theories can turn out to be true. But sometimes they're full of shit. Um, so, you know, you got to be able to to separate the ones that are good with the ones that are bad uh, and the ones that could be real with the ones that are just ridiculous. It's it's not, uh, you know, it's it's it may seem easy. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's very difficult to, you know, tell what's true and what's a lie. But in this story, it's kind of easy. Um, so these folks had started out uh it's just this group of people again who are highly trained at hiking and they all got together and said hey we're gonna go up to Yatlov Pass which is kind of ironic because the leader of this group the leader of this merry little band of hikers uh is Igor Alekchevs Oh, good God, I'm going to butcher this. Dyadlov. Uh, Alexievich. Alexei, that wasn't even hard. I was reading too much into it. Igor Alexievich Dyadlov, uh, 23. Uh, Yuri Doroshenko, 21. Uh, and these are you know both males. Uh, Ludmila Alex- Alexandrova Drovna, Drovna Dubanina. Um, female, 20. Uh, Gregory Krevishenko, 23, male. Uh, Alexander Kolevatov, I hope, yep, Kolevatov, uh, 24, male. Uh, Zanadia Kolmag- Kolmagrova, Gorova, Gorova, Kolmagorova, uh, 22, female. Uh, Rustem Slobodin, 23, Nikolai Brignolius, 23, and Simeon Zoltarov, 
Zoltaria, Zoltarov. I, you know what? That's that. I think that's good. Uh, Thirty-eight, and then Yuri Yudin, twenty-one. Uh, now Yuri Yudin was the survivor. He was the one that made it back, uh, not because um, he survived the event, but because of some other reason. Um, now again, guys, there is so much data because this happened in, in 1959, um, if I'm not mistaken. And it's yes, 1959. And it all started in January 23rd of 1959, because that's when they began planning and doing, um, and it's, it's very, um, clear that they had a a plan and a path which they were taking they knew what they were doing they knew where they were going they were just going to hike up hike back uh they were having a little fun while they were at it taking pictures and skiing and and you know just being out in the wilderness uh but they you know got on the road um and really the first things that they did were kind of go towards uh a few towns, a few places that they could, you know, camp and, and, you know, maybe, um, kind of relax and, and really, uh, cause, cause if before they, they just took a few trucks to smaller villages that lead up to the mountains and, you know, lead up to the passes, uh, before it, you know, and it's a place to get camp before and, you know, kind of make sure you have all your supplies before you head up. Um, the 27th is when they started heading into the pass itself. Um, and of course one member on the 28th had to, had to turn back and that's Yori Yudin. He had a uh, rheumatism and a congenital heart defect at the time that were, you know, making it hard on him and, uh, you know, pain in his joints and in his knees was making it very difficult to continue the hike. And so, um, uh, they, they run into, at one point in time, they run into a group of Mansies that says on a, one of their diaries, um, and they mention that. And of course to them, they are very, uh, a normal thing. They're not hostile. Um, I mean, they, they are, if you, if you kill them, uh, but they they don't really they're not known for they weren't known for that kind of activity really so it it was you know one of the things where and spoiler alert if you didn't know anything about this obviously I've just ruined it for you but no it it's one of those where there are people that don't really do that and so they couldn't you know they interrogated them but they they didn't they didn't get any information out of them. And also they didn't have any evidence of that. Um, but these, you know, they, it was on the night, I think of the, if I'm not mistaken, it was the 31st, um, when they had, uh, set up their final base camp and, and it was at the slopes, um, of of the on on Dietlov Pass, um, it's 
it's very strange because, and, and of course, the they didn't come back down. the The due time was passed over, and people got worried. Um, well, it turns out that, um, on on the thirty first. They, uh, they again. I said, like I said, they arrived where they were going to camp. Um, it was a valley near some woods. They could, you know, put surplus food away, store some equipment away that they could use for the trek back down that they didn't need, and that they could have, you know, as oh shit, we're out of food. Oh hey, we've got this surplus that we can use. Um, and it's, it's something that a lot of people who go on wilderness hikes for long periods of time will do. They'll make caches for returns so that they'll have food in case, you know, something goes wrong. Uh, they can turn back and, you know, get to that supply cache and resupply and head back down. Um, and they'll have the equipment that they need to head back down. Uh, again, they had a lot of pictures and, and there are, there are interesting pictures. They're very strange. Uh, and of course, if you go online, uh, I, I will say that you can see pictures of the the victims or, well, I don't know. We don't know if they're victims. The Well, yeah, they are. They died. They, they, the people who died, you can see their bodies after they found them in the snow. Um, they kind of dug out around them and, you know, took pictures for evidence of what happened to them. Um, so they made camp, and at some point during the night, the camp was cut from the inside and they, they ran out some naked, you know, not wearing very much clothing, some wearing barely any clothing, some uh, apparently wearing no clothing at all. Uh, and then some wearing, you know, odd clothing, like they'd have all, all their clothes on, but no boot and socks on one foot, 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 foot. <laughs> Don't know where that came out of, but no, on one foot, you know, and then they'd be fully shoot on the other foot, you know, and, and ready to go on the other foot. Um, and it's, it's very strange because they went out of there in a hurry. They found some at the base of the trees, uh, try like they had tried to climb up it and, and, and then, you know, died. Um, some went and fell down into a valley and, and, uh, and, you know, died because exposure, um, to the elements because they were, you know, poorly dressed and probably broken bones because they fell down a crevice. Um, but it, it, it was a lot of, and, and again, I, I urge you all to research this yourselves for the pure, for the mere reason of all the, the layers and layers. I mean, I'm serious. It goes so deep. Uh, of of I mean journals and pictures, um, and there's some like I said some strange ones. There's one where there's just this blackness and then a, a white dot in the center. Uh, there's one where there's a, a in the distance it looks like a a yeti, and a lot of people think it's a yeti. I think it's a guy in a, a ski suit, and they're he's just walking close, and the person's trying to take the picture, but they were moving, and he was just trying to take a picture. Also, there's a lot of stuff that points towards they were doing a some kind of is either a mock campaign or a mock pamphlet about the Yeti. And that got thrown in there too. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute, 
but mainly I want to talk about how they weren't found until like February 26th because the snow had gotten so deep and the weather was so bad. And then when they started to thaw, people found them, you know, when, and I, it's, which is disturbing, but I mean that, Hey, in the, in the mountains up, what is it? The Kilimanjaro or, or, or the Himalayan mountains or which the ones that everybody climbs in Nepal, whatever it is. Yeah. The Himalayas, um, there's people dead there that are like still up there that just die on the trek up and you just leave them there because you can't bring them down because it's too dangerous and it, they aren't going anywhere. That's creepy. <laughs> but um, it was kind of like that with, with this here. They were kind of a popsicle until the thaw, until a little bit of warmer weather could melt the snow that had built up and and they they eventually did find them and of course we like i said the pictures are out there you can go look them up i'm not gonna bring them up you know well i just i might i don't know nah i probably won't nah maybe who knows that nah. um but no seriously it, it, it it's strange because they tore their way out of uh i think actually it gets even creepier because I think a few of the bodies were, uh, like I said, down a ledge, uh, somewhere near the edge of woods, somewhere under a large pine tree. Uh, some were missing, like their tongue, their eyes, fingers. Uh, now that could be explained by by the time they were able to find them, animals could have, you know, munched down on them a little bit. It's going to happen. Uh, They had a lot of bone fractures, but no exterior wounds from the bone fractures. Uh, some of them looked like they were hit with, like they were in a car wreck, they said. Like some of them looked like they had been in a wreck. Um, it, uh, let's say, uh, Zoltarov was missing his eyeballs. That's the one who was missing his eyeballs. Uh, Kolotov was missing his eyebrows. Um, And now they said that these injuries probably happened because the bodies were in a stream. Um, So like I said, animals probably had easier access and probably ate them. Uh, I don't know about the eyebrows, though. That's kind of weird. Anyways, they, they report that Six of the group members died of hypothermia, three of fatal injuries. There were no indications of other people nearby apart from uh, the nine travelers. Uh, The tent had been ripped open from within. The victims had died six to eight hours after their last meal. Uh, I don't know why that was so important, but that's weird. Uh, uh, Maybe it shows that they were of sound mind. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good one. Uh, Traces from the camp showed that the group members left the campsite of their own accord on foot. Some levels of radiation were found on one of the victims' clothing. Uh, To dispel the theory of an attack by indigenous Mansi people, they stated that the fatal injuries of the three bodies could not have been caused by human beings because the force of the blows had been too strong and no soft tissue had been damaged. Uh... 
And then they released documents containing no information about the condition of the skier's internal organs. There were no survivors. So, you know, weird, you know, missing body parts, uh, radiation on their clothing. They all left on foot on purpose, blunt force trauma, but no damage to soft tissue. That's really weird. Blunt force trauma without any kind of damage to soft tissue. So that means that the skin, the muscle, the top layer of flesh was not bruised or hurt at all. No soft tissue damage means, you know, the skin and the muscle and the meat around the fracture is intact, not bruised and not torn or cut or, you know, gray. I don't know, grazed. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, that's part of the evidence is that it shows that they weren't hit with pipes or anything. You would have seen soft tissue damage. So what happened? What happened? Now, of course, some scientists are saying now, oh, we've discovered what it is. It's this uh, kind of avalanche. No, it's, it's known as a slab avalanche. Slab avalanche. Uh, and I think there's a different type of avalanche too. It's a, but it, I mean, maybe, maybe they got tossed around by the avalanche and that's why they have, you know, brain, you know, a fracture and, but you would think that that would, that that would give them soft tissue damage. They didn't have any soft tissue damage. So. Oh, no, three of these four did have soft... Okay, I, I okay, I missed that part. Three of the four did have soft tissue damage that were found uh, of the, uh, the ones that had damage. Three of the four. So, uh, it, that, that's... That makes it a little... I mean, they could have done that to themselves, too, though. Like, they could have, like, you know fallen and, and bam hit their heads uh they were found in a creek so you know they could have hit their heads on a rock um other than that they could have also well i mean they could have attacked each other there could have been a fight and they attacked each other and everybody ran and then because there was no clothes and now the tents cut open they're all just kind of like, oh, well, shit, what do we do now? Let's run so that this guy doesn't try to kill us. Because uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, honestly, I think Zoltarov was a stranger to the group a little bit. Uh, if And that's, like I said, if I'm not mistaken, because it's, I'd have to, I mean, like I said, there's so much research, but, uh, I know a few of them, like I said, had chest fractures. Uh, one of the girls had chest fractures. Um, 
Dubina was missing her tongue. Dubinina was missing her tongue. Um, and, and they were compared to a car crash. So it's it's crazy. That's insane. And again, they're, they're strange pictures. Now, some people think that they were attacked by Yeti. I don't know about that. I, I can honestly say I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure because these attacks could have been carried out by a person with a big branch or a big stick that they've carved down and just wailing on somebody could damage their skull and their chest like it's been in a car crash. If that branch is thick enough and heavy enough or a rock, if you fall down a mountain and you hit a rock with your chest fast, bam, that's going to look like it's a car wreck. So maybe that's what happened. Um, that's why I don't I don't really think it's Yeti. Now, of course, people go, well, then how do the body parts miss? Because animals could take them. Well, it depends on if da-da-da. Well, it does. It does depend on da-da-da. But more often than not, they died with their mouth open, and the animal came along and went for the tongue. Animals usually, there are animals that usually go for the tongue. So, um, and of course, like I said, soft tissue damage out on, on three of the four um, that had, you know, issues with skull fractures and stuff like that were one of them probably just got super jostled around maybe. I don't know, but that's weird. That is weird. But they the radiation's weird. Um, a lot of people think that it had something to do with, you know, missile tests or some kind of government tests with radiation, some kind of government connection to aliens. Some people think it's just straight up aliens, um, that aliens came, abducted them and then dropped them back here, took their eyes, took their hands, took parts of them, took a, you know, scared them. Um, an avalanche is possible, honestly. Um, and Yuri's like, you know, they weren't, there's no way they would, you know, have just turned on each other like that. That's kind of weird. Uh, it's very bizarre. And, you know, maybe aliens could happen. I mean, maybe it is a government thing. Maybe it's government and aliens. I mean, the government, governments do shady things. Uh, Russian government, American government, any government, a lot of government does do shady things. That's just in, in their nature. Um, recently, there was a whole issue with, you know, the, Kennedy files being released and them saying the CIA was responsible for, you know, the assassinate assassination. And then they, Oh, well, let's take that back. Uh, there was a lot of stuff about that, um, about those papers coming out. And that was kind of weird. I don't really know about that. I don't really get into that kind of weird stuff like that. I stay out of that, uh, as much as possible, much as possible. I'm just saying that, you know, that's, I, I have actually, you know, seen where that happened. People were talking about that for quite a while. Um, so, and that was kind of weird. It was very bizarre, very bizarre instance. Um, but here's the other thing, you know, I, and this is again, just because Russia would do some crazy stuff. Don't put it past them. They would absolutely. So it could be that that's a possibility. Uh, I think it's more, I think that would be more likely, but I'm going to be honest. The only reason I say that is because it's more likely than aliens or yetis. Uh, I don't think that aliens or yetis are quite what we're looking for here. So um, avalanche possibly, you know, and that explains them getting tossed down hills and hitting rocks and, you know, getting brain fractures and all that. And then, of course, when they 
die. You know, some got away and tried to get up trees to avoid the avalanche. Um, some died at the edge of the trees and got covered. And, you know, then animals came along and, you know, took the parts they wanted and left the parts they didn't. That's it. That's all, folks. Um, but yeah, this is just, and again, this is just a small base level. This is a base level episode because I, I, I if I cover everything, I, we're going to be here for like hours. We're going to be here for hours because there's journal upon journal. And I would, of course, I want to read the journals to you, but that's going to take forever. So I implore you to do deep dives into this. I mean, I, of course, call myself the paranormal. We call our podcast paranormal rabbit hole because I think we like to dive down the rabbit hole first, and then we introduce you to that rabbit hole. And we want you to continue your research, just like we continue ours. Uh, Listen to other great shows. Of course, support other great paranormal shows. But mainly, right now, support ours, of course. But mainly, right now, we are talking about an event that has so much to cover that it's, it's so difficult. But we do know that these people, for some reason, on January 31st, 1959, cut their way out of their tent, panicked, spread out, and ended up in different areas dead, except for Yuri Yudin, who had issues and complications to where he had to turn back around and go down. They have strange pictures, one that looks like it's a Yeti or a guy with a snowsuit, one that's just this white dot and and what looks like a spinning abyss. Nobody knows what that is, but it's there. And we have all this stuff, and it's it's insane to think about this event and go, well, let's deep dive because it's hard. Uh, so, you know, we kind of had to do a small episode. But that's it, boys and girls. That's all for the Paranormal Rabbit Hole tonight. Um, we'll be back next week with a better story. Thank you for